This is a podcast from Rover. Lana, Gary and Adam. It's the Breakfast Club podcast on More FM. Hey, I feel so sorry for um, all the people trying to buy their first homes, especially in this current housing climate. I mean, like the prices of houses are crazy. And then also when you see interest rates are going through the roof as well. Um, a really good friend of mine, he's in the process of, um, I guess, trying to put an offer on a house. And he knows deep down that he doesn't have the highest offer. So what he's done on top of that is he's attached a really emotional, heartfelt letter mm. trying to explain to the people selling this house that, like, how much this house would mean to them. So I'll just quickly read this letter yeah. um, that he's written. Hi, we're name and name, and we're first-home buyers. We met in our last year of high school and have been together for 14 years now. Oh, wow. How long Can is we have, this? I was born in Timaru Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> we married four, I was conceived. <laughs> <laughs> we married four years ago and have been saving hard for a place to call our own since then. We love that so much of the house is still original. We feel it gives the house so much character and charm that isn't found in newer homes. It shines through just how well looked after and how proud of your home you have been over the years. Us, both our parents are keen gardeners and DIYers, so we've been looking for a tidy standalone house with a bit of a back garden and lots of potential. We think this house is perfect for us. Thank you for considering our offer. P.S. Your wife's fingernails are absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And you have beautiful wavy hair. Yeah. So I suppose you have to flip it on its head. If you got that letter from someone, would that be enough for you to accept a lower offer, thinking another, that your family's going without? Oh, you just say another sub story and throw it in the bin. I mean, well, how many sob yeah. stories does one person get these days? There must be a few. But I guess it depends who you are and if this home that you're selling is a house you've had for 40 years. And those houses are hard to let go of. There's so much emotional attachment to those. So it's it would be quite nice that you know your house is going to somebody that is going to take great care of it, right? Always. But would it be nicer knowing someone was going to take good care of it and they had the highest offer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. asked. I mean, should they wait for another letter from a couple who've known one another since primary school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Gary. True, uh, true. Well, uh, you know, we threw it out there on 559 and 0800 Mori FM. Have you written one of these letters or have you received a letter like this? Good morning. It's worked, yes. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Erin. Has this worked for you? It certainly has. Oh. Um, when, when we sold our house, kind of when the market was going crazy last year, um, we sold our house not to the highest offer, but to the one that came with a lovely letter, which told us about their family and that um, one set of parents was just down the road. And it was lovely. It was really nice and touching. And we wanted the house, particularly I, wanted the house to go to a family, not a developer or mm, an investor. Totally. And, um, and because, probably because I'm a raging socialist, I suppose. <laughs> um, and so, so we were, I mean, because the offer was so much more than we were expecting to sell our houses, our house for anyway, all, you know, all of the offers were more than yeah. we were expecting. Yeah. Um, even though it wasn't the highest offer, I still felt like we were getting more money than we'd expected. And so it was totally okay to take a step back from the dollar signs and go, actually, well, this is, this is a family that's going to enjoy this house Aaron, rather than someone who's just here to extract the dollars. If the market was slightly different, let's just pretend, thank goodness it wasn't, but if the market was different where, you know, the profit was going to be slim, would that have changed for you, even though you're a raging socialist? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you ask that, because actually the house before that we sold to the second highest offer ah. because 
we preferred that buyer as well because he expressed how much he loved the house and talked about what he was going to do to it, you know, for the future and right. things. And um, I just, it's really hard and I don't judge anyone who takes the highest offer because that's the world we live in, right? Mm. But I just, I just wanted, I don't know, I, I mean, house is just a house. And, you know, I loved the houses, but it's just a house. But I wanted someone who was going to enjoy it mm. as much as we had and got as much out of it. And I yeah. just think, you know, um, it just I wanted to be able to sleep at night and feel good about the whole process. And well, that you're, gi- and you're, the, you're giving the socialism a good, yep, you're giving socialism a good name, Erin, I have to say. yeah, see, uh, mm. I really hope that your friend gets that house, Adam, because that letter was lovely and it definitely would have worked for you. Me Let us know when you're selling again, Erin. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, Erin. I'll pass it on to my friend and I'll keep you updated on how that all goes. So it turns out this is like extremely popular like like a lot of people are doing this especially with the market how it is to the point where some people when they're selling a home they get 10 to 12 letters wow so right? then you just end up being like a pen pal to yes. all these people and then at what point do you have to worry about your own family and what your family is doing next because you can't rely that your family is going to get a letter totally you, you know what i mean for the next part of it now on the show this morning we've got rachel who's a mortgage advisor so rachel do you experience this quite a lot with uh like with home buyers I have recently, so um, because it's been such a competitive market, and I'm in the, and I'm in Auckland, it's basically meant that um, people need to do something a little bit like a CV, um, you know, like a letter with your CV, is to mm. try and help them stand out a little bit from just the numbers. Is there a slight uh, hint in this of a little bit of emotional blackmail when people resort to this kind of thing? <laughs> Good point. Uh, you know what? I reckon use every tool in your, in your um, <laughs> kit that you've got. Okay. Uh, I, I've actually encouraged clients to do it because what happens is when they're negotiating on a property, particularly in a multi-offer situation, uh, all the vendors have to work with is the price and the conditions. Mm. and. You know, when people are trying to sell a house to buy a house, obviously it's a little bit longer time frame. Mm. But you just actually never know what's going to touch the heartstrings of a vendor. And, you know, it's a really competitive market for people trying to buy that first home, and it's really scary. And, um, you know, when my... These were actually friends of mine who were also clients of mine who said, we've decided to write the vendor a letter. And this was actually a few years ago, so it's not recent. And um, I said, well, good on you. I think that's a blooming great idea. And the vendor actually came back to the real estate agent and said they didn't have the highest offer. uh, They didn't have the shortest time frames because they were dictated in the lending process by those time frames, you know, needing registered valuations and all of that due diligence, etc. But they just talked about they were in their 40s too. They weren't in their 20s. And they said, "This this is our first opportunity to buy a home. And we really like the area. We've lived here for a long time. And... And they did want to do a little bit of work on the property, and it was it was only a two bedroom property. It was pretty small, um, and uh, you know the vendor came back and said to the real estate agent, oh, "They aren't the highest offer, but I really want to actually give them the opportunity." Wow, amazing! Uh, what I've done, you know, I've enc- I've encouraged other people now. I said, if you're going into multi offer, write a little write letter. Write a letter. Just a quick, yeah, write a letter and go. This is me. You oh, know, yeah. and. Uh, you just never know what might happen. You're right, Rachel. Thank you very much for that. You're right. It, it moves you away from just being a number and actually have a heartfelt story. If you do want to watch a movie on this, we've got a message in about this. Um, 
And it's a movie with Morgan Freeman, Diane Keaton called Five Flights Up, where they're trying to sell like this inner city apartment in New York. Mm. And she's getting all these letters and he's saying, don't read them. And she does and she can't help it. And then she sells it to us. Oh, oh God. It's all so it's called Five Flights Up. Movie from 2014, I think. And if you are going through this process at the moment, trying to get into a home, good luck. Yep. And yeah, maybe write that letter. Write a letter. I've changed teams now. <laughs> Lana, Gary and Adam. It's a Breakfast Club podcast on More FM.